When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Mm-hmm. Football fever is burning through to my soul. Yeah. Cats, 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 you're gonna set me on fire. Mm-hmm. My brain is flaming, but I know just where to go. Yeah. The bill will be a rockin' And Bosco for your talking Purple love Purple love Bosco boy Oh, just a hunk of hunk of purple love And just a hunk of hunk of purple love And the bone heads are talking purple love. Boom, the boys are back, and we're trying this uh, speakeasy style. You have to be following the secret Twitter account, and uh, then you get to participate. That's how we're doing things moving forward, and I'm pumped about it. We'll see if this is successful. If it's not, then I'm going to cry. But hey. It is what it is. We're going to have a fun show tonight. We're going to get folks to participate, get their uh, live uh, show. We're going to get the live show predictions. It's not going to be extravaganza style like it's been in the past. Um, There is about an hour uh, stop on this. We're not going to have three hours long. Maybe we'll bring that back again next year. And yeah, I'm openly saying, hey, maybe Bosco's boys isn't going to die at the end of this year. Stay tuned. Uh, lots of stuff that could be announced uh, probably in the spring. Before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to the women's soccer team. Massive road trip for the ladies with a win over Green Bay 4-1 and a nil-nil draw with Nor- Northwestern. Great road trip to start things off. Soccer team is back home uh, next week on the 20s. Or actually, is that over the weekend? Yeah, on Sunday, the 27th, and the 24th and the 27th, volleyball tipping off here soon as well. So all sorts of great stuff besides just K-State football, which is now, what, 10 days away? Folks, when we're doing this show next week, we're getting keys to V, we're getting picks to click. We are getting all the game one talk out here. But That's not what tonight is. Tonight is getting your guys' predictions. We're going on the record with all the Blitz Month questions. Uh, We're going to start off, and and again, if things start going long, we'll we'll skip a couple of these, but I want to get things going. I want to start with offensive MVP. Now, when you give your offensive MVP, if you want to say super nice things about Will Howard, please do. He's awesome. I love him. But... He cannot be anyone's pick. I'm writing all these down. We might readdress these at the end of the season. So we're going to start with Casey. 
Casey, say st- nice things about Will. Talk about how great he is, but I need someone other than Will Howard for offensive MVP. You know, a couple nice comments about Will Howard. Uh, he's the most handsome quarterback in the Big 12. I mean, that's just an undisputed fact. That is right. Fact. Also, right. S- sorry, I-, I need to be better about not cutting people off. Um, how attractive is Kansas State athletics these days? Across all the sports, I feel like there has never been a time where K-State athletes and coaches and administrators have been more attractive. Uh, sorry, but I'm just speaking facts. All right, continue. No, 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 you're, you're, you're cooking. I mean, athletics department full of dimes. That's, that's just what I'm going to say. But the offensive MP, MVP for the year, I'm thinking Keegan Johnson. Man, he's got a lot of hype from uh, you know, coaches, staff, players. Everyone's really buying in on him. So I, I got some good feelings. He's going to be a, a stud this year. I love it. Let's go to Coley Dub. Uh, moving back to Can- – I think actually I heard both Coles are going to be in Kansas soon. So we'll I'm, go with Coley Dub. And, okay, Coley Dub's back in Kansas. I'll have to come up with a new nickname for Colorado Cole <laughs> later. But – Coley Dub now in Kansas. Uh, who's going to be your offensive MVP besides Will Hire? Also, if you want to say nice things about Will, go ahead. He seems like a great dude um, and handsome as always and very athletic. Um, my MVP, I'm going to have to go with uh, Ben Sennett. Um, I think, I don't know, I just think it running back just between, um, between Giddens and uh, – Dude from Florida State. I don't know. I think yeah, there's going to be enough. Ward. Yep. Treshawn Ward. I think there's going to be enough split and carries. It's going to be hard for one of those guys to single handedly be MVP. But uh, Howard has that connection with Senate, and I just think it's going to be unstoppable this year. That's a good one. Let's go to Colorado Cole until I come up with a new nickname. Cole, uh, I hope I'm not blowing up your spot. Your guy Joel told me you will, you're moving here soon. So I'm, I'm sorry if I'm doxing you i won't say where in the state you're moving to uh but who's going to be the offensive mvp outside of will and then if you want to say nice things about will you can do that now um yeah i mean i would love to say nice things about will but we could sit here talking all night i mean just a nice young man i think we've all said it nice good looking young fella um if i had a sister i would maybe you know, try to get my sister to date him, but unfortunately I don't. Um, my offensive MVP non-will, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with DJ. I think Cole kind of said it. I think DJ and Treshawn will get split pretty evenly, but I can see DJ getting a lot of those goal line snaps due to his uh, physical prowess. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going DJ. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go to Aaron next, and then we'll go to Ema Elvis. Aaron, uh, outside of Will, of course, and you can say nice things about Will. Who who do you have being the offensive MVP? Yeah, I've got to go with Ben Sennett. I think the uh, connection that we saw towards the end of last year uh, really spoke to their chemistry, both on and off the field, uh, between QB1 and uh, Mr. Sennett. Uh, so look for the uh, Waterloo, Iowa native, uh, Ben Sennett, to have a big year. I hope uh, Courtney Messingham smiles whenever he gets a touchdown because I know Courtney Messingham, along with Coach Klein, is from Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, so so, so they love that. All right, let's go next to Ema Elvis, and then we'll go to Fireball Matt after that. Ema Elvis, my man, who do you got being the offensive MVP? Well, I will first shout out Will, Will Howard, Will, 
enjoy throwing to a new guy, Keegan Johnson. And that transfer from Iowa will make the Iowa Hawkeyes wish they had any hint of an offense uh, or a passing game that might have kept him there. But I'm really glad that he's a wildcat and uh, Will has him to throw to now. I see big numbers ahead of uh, for him, not only this year, but he's only a sophomore, so next couple of years. For receptions, yards, touchdowns, he, I think he's going to really show out this year and, and be a, a major cog of the offensive gears here. I love it. And then a uh, shout-out to Emal Elvis. I think he's performing tomorrow – and uh, or today, if you're listening tomorrow, if you're participating today, if you're listening at Manhattan Brewing Company, I'm sure we'll talk about my favorite brewery in the state of Kansas and world later. Um, yeah, my but, wife said, am I still on? Yeah, you're good. My, my wife said, you're going to do that instead of working on your show. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's prediction night. So here I am. Uh, well, I, I, I'm sure the show's going to be great. I don't think you need to work on anything. It'll be fun. Uh, Come out if you're anywhere near Manhattan tomorrow. Yes, night. check it out. Email uh, Elvis. What time are you going on on Thursday? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Great time. So they say get there early. It's not that big of a place. It's not, and, and I'm sure you're going to have the place so, rocking. Hey, bring, so. bring a bag chair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we'll go to Fireball, Matt. One of the uh, very hot and attractive trio over at Cocaine Willie. Uh, Fireball, Matt, I, I know you guys have been previewing the season. So outside of uh, QB1, who do you have being the offensive MVP? Yeah, um, well, thanks for the kind words. Uh, I, I've i been up in the air about the offensive MVP this season. Um, I am actually going to go with Treshawn Ward. I think he's going to have a huge year this upcoming year. Him and DJ Giddens in the backfield are really going to be a good yin and yang when we think about what we need from a, a, a pass offense and a, and a rush offense to be successful. I think Treshawn's going to be a really key player this year. And most importantly, I think he's going to find a way to replicate some of Deuce's numbers and, and get us in a situation where we can really rely on the run game when we need to. So I'm going to go Treshawn Ward this upcoming season. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go to – uh, Zach, then we're going to go to Pelster, and then we'll go to Will. Zach, who's going to be offensive MVP? And also say nice things about Will if you want. So we're not, not allowed to say Will? Correct. It's like, have you even listened to any Blitzmont stuff? Are you outing yourself as a non-listener? Kind of. Oh, that breaks my heart. No, I think Will is going to be the obvious pick for uh, MVP. Okay. So to force folks to pick other folks, I've been saying you can't say Will. That breaks <clears> my <throat> heart. Breaks my heart, Zach. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm going to go with you know something that might break your heart more. I'm going to go with Keegan Johnson. So I'm going to go with Keegan Johnson. Doesn't break my heart. I I, I hope to see it. I I hope that uh, me saying that he's not going to be you know better than Malik Knowles. I hope, I hope you bring that back and I hope Joel brings that back and you all make fun of me. Um, we'll go to, who did I say? We'll, we'll go to Will and then Pelster because I don't know who Pelster is. I'm a little nervous. Will, who's going to be the offensive MVP, not named Will Howard. And then what do you have to say for your fellow William? Yeah. Uh, my fellow William, uh, it's been great to see him grow. 
we have our secret William meetings every Wednesday. Um, and he's been showing up, putting in the work. So I appreciate everyone saying good things about him. Um, I'm going to say my MVP, you know, I think Cooper Beebe, we're going to look back to him as the all-time great on the offense. He'll be up in the ring of honor, I think. And so maybe we'll hire two. But as far as value to the team, I'm going to go with Ben Sennett because I think we've got a lot of really good players that might even put up better numbers, but in terms of value that they bring versus other players on the depth chart, I think he really just elevates that position in a way that, you know, for example, Deuce Vaughn elevated the running back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline position because no one else could really contribute what he can so that's my answer i like it i like it um we're going to pelster and then we might find out who iphone 2 is i, I don't trust it i'm weary weary of both of you uh, but we'll go to pelster first uh who, who's going to be the offensive mvp hey scott can you hear me all right i got gotcha. you okay perfect uh no need to be nervous i'm a long-time listener k-state alum i love um, it. i'm glad you're not a terrorist Wanted to tune in. I'm actually at my second job right now. But hey, I, I appreciate MVP, the grind, man. Keep going. Yeah. For offensive MVP, I think if Will Howard is going to have the year we all think he's going to have, I want it in my heart to be Keegan Johnson as the as a number two pick here. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Trey Sean because I think the offense, for continuity's sake, is going to give him the lion's share through most of the game and then bring BJ in for most of the carries in the fourth quarter when the defense is worn down. So uh, I'm going to give it to Trayshawn here. I love it. And and I think it would be interesting if there's any other, uh, if there's any other school in the world, not in the world and playing major college football that you can have the audience split on which of the two running backs might be the offensive MVP. Absolutely love it. Uh, I might be setting myself up. iPhone 2, are you participating, just listening? Do you have an MVP pick besides Will? I'm getting nervous. Um, no, I'm good. I'm sorry. I have it muted because I got two little hey, little terrorists running around here. But You're, you're um, fine. You're fine. I, I got a um, little nervous. I was no. setting myself up for you know, a classic joke, it looks <laughs> like, in the chat, but. Nope. Um, I don't know. Will's probably the best one, but I'd like to say DJ Giddens would be my pick. See, lots of back and forth. I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, put in the chat if you're participating live, what do you think the percent mix is going to be in carries for those two? Is it going to be 50 50? Is it going to be 60 40 DJ? 70 30 Trey Sean for you, Trey Sean fans out there. I'm interested what you guys think on that one. Sound off in the chat. Uh, I've said all these nice things. Everyone said all these nice things about Will. So this is what I, I, I'm plugging here. Here's the first ad of the night. Will Howard's Will the Thrill shirt dropping on Sunday. Charlie Hustle, part of their quarterback club collection. Now, you guys 
bought and sold out the entire K-State beef collection. They're going, they're going to print more. It's going to come back, I promise. But you might want to move fast just in case K-State fans completely sell out the Will the Thrill shirt basically immediately just like the K-State beef. Now, there's more than just those great shirts. They have a great bring on the Cats one. I'm wearing a lavender K-State helmet shirt. Who says lavender isn't a football color? Some absolute gems over there as well as two brand new crew necks, two brand new hoodies, and a long sleeve t-shirt because on Sunday... High's only going to be 75. It's going to feel like football weather. So let's move on into the next one. Defensive MVP, no restrictions anywhere you want to go. We're going to keep it with Casey. Casey, I think, is going to be killing all of you in uh, bonehead points. So we're going with Casey. Who's going to be the defensive MVP? Uh, I'm going to go with who might be my favorite uh, K-State name of all time, Kobe Savage. I, I got a feeling man, man's come back with a vengeance this year. He's he's ready to ready light some people up this fall. I love it. That, that, that hasn't been as popular as a pick as I thought it was going to be amongst some of the experts. I think it could be. I, I think we could see Kobe Savage going for like a two-interception game at Mizzou and just cementing himself as a cult hero. So I like that one. We'll go to Colorado Cole, and then we'll go to Coley Dub. We'll, we'll knock off some of the Coles next. Who do you have being the defensive MVP this year, my friend? Um, Man, I'm going to go Daniel Green. I mean, he's been around forever. If he can stay healthy for – 85% of the year, I think he'll solidify himself as a defensive MVP. If he could have if he plays in all 12, 13, 14, 15 games, I think he could have a run at being the Big 12 defensive player of the year. So I'm glad you brought that up. We'll go to Fireball Matt and then Aaron. Matt, no restrictions on this one. Who is going to be the big dog on defense this year? Dang, no restrictions, huh? Um, no, I've been pretty high on Khalid Duke uh, this season. I think coming uh, and having a cross our fingers injury free season for him, number one would be well deserved for his time that he's put in with the program. But I truly believe in the time that he's shown a defensive end that he has the capability to be a star in the league. And um, I think he's going to do really well um, and just uh, doing an entire transition to the position. And uh, we're going to see him. I'm not saying he's going to have Felix like numbers, but I think he's going to be in a situation where he could be, he'll have games with multiple sacks and just creating havoc in the backfield. So I'm going to go with Khalid Duke. It's time to be optimistic. So here I am. I'm going to give another award to a K State guy. I think he could go make it three straight years with K State defensive lineman winning defensive lineman of the year. I like that. I like all the edge guys. I, I love it. I, I think. Tons of havoc. Uh, but this isn't my time. This is your guys' for a prediction. We'll go Aaron, and then we'll go Zach. Aaron, who's going to be the defensive MVP? Yeah, give me VJ Payne. I think in the uh, secondary, you know, a, a young a young kid has really had to step up and, and grow uh, really over the last uh, couple of seasons. VJ Payne, I think he's going to need to play a big role this year. Again, alongside Kobe Savage, Marquis Siegel. Uh, looks the part coming off the bus. Uh, give me VJ Payne with another year um, with Joe Klanderman in the system to have a big year. He has that sort of year. He's going to be setting himself up to maybe uh, maybe leave early after another big junior year next year. 
because he was starting some games late as a true freshman. Absolutely love it. Um, we'll go Zach, then Ema Elvis, uh, and then we'll go Pelster in the hole. So Ema Elvis, who's going to be the defensive MVP this year? Khalid Duke. I think he's going to love being back in his natural position. Uh, I want the name Duke of Saxbury to stick. Uh, he'll hitting and burying quarterbacks and wreaking havoc, havoc in the backfields all day long. And I think you'll get the biggest share of his double-digit sack count that I'm predicting for him early on in the season before offensive coordinators figure out a way to slow him down a little bit. Uh, but if you gave me 10 and a half, I would take the over for sacks. I love it. I love that prediction. Uh, and maybe if we have time, we'll go for everyone's uh, super specific prediction uh, for the year. That would qualify right there. We'll go Zach, then Pelster, and then we'll go to Michael uh, next after that. Zach, who's going to be the defensive MVP? So I'm going to go with the Lewisburg Lightning, Austin Moore. Uh, nobody Great said him game. yet. I think That's better than the machine, I think. Thank you. I just thought of it. Um, Austin Moore. I'm going to go with Austin Moore. I, I've said very extremely like burning hot surface of the sun take that I think he's better than Daniel Green. Um, that's that's an extremely hot take, I know. So I'm going to go with him. All right, we'll go Pelster. We'll go Michael and then Coley Dub after that. Pelster, who do you got? Um, hate to be repetitive here, but I've got Khalid Duke as well. I think he lives up to the hype he was getting a couple years ago. Uh, and then being back at his natural position, he may not personally, I think he may not have the high sack numbers, but I think almost every passing down, he is going to be hurrying the quarterback and it's just going to create havoc for the entire um, offense. So give me Duke on this one. I love it. Uh, Michael Cole and then will to finish us off. Michael, who do you got? Uh, I would like to say Uso. Because I think if he has a big year, that means we're we're maybe one loss, if any loss this year, if it's do so. Um, but if not him, I would definitely say, probably say Daniel Green. Some encouraging stuff coming from Chris Kleiman on Tuesday saying Uso might be back for that first game after hearing some rumors about he may be dinged up. Um, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. That'll be the first thing I'm looking for when I show up in Bill Snyder family stadium during warmups, see if he's suiting up. Uh, but I hope to see it. And I love Uso. That would be massive. Coley dub. We'll go with you before we end with our, uh, fearless, the best graphics guy in the world will to finish us off. Cole, who do you got? Um, as I said in the chat, availability is the best ability. So, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Austin Moore. The dude played so much last year, probably more than what, him or maybe even the coaches projected or wanted to, but I think if he can stay on the field and hopefully have a little little breaks in between so he doesn't have to go as many plays this season, I think he can really put up some numbers. I love it, and then we'll finish this one with Will. Will, who do you have? Talking about uh, staying on the field, I'm going to hope that this is the case uh, because Daniel Green, if he's on the field, I think he'll be the MVP. Um, I think he's got that in him, but that's the question. Can he stay on the field? That's a good question. Something I never have to question is the quality of beer over at Manhattan Brewing Company. 
Uh, folks, some absolute massive beer releases this week. The Blueberry Hefeweizen Championship Rum, which was brewed with President Richard Linton. Uh, it's a purple beer. It looks amazing. And people from Colorado were trying to fight with Manhattan Brewing Company, people from Texas, all around the world. Sports rivalries are now getting into the beer world. I tasted it the last time I was in there. It was delicious. Don't let the haters take you away from the amazing color, amazing taste of championship run. And again, doesn't feel like it. It was 103 degrees today, but pumpkin batch is back. So for all you pumpkin boys, these were brewed. This beer was brewed with whole pumpkin pies. You heard me right now. I like pecan pie better than uh, pumpkin pie. But if you're talking pumpkin beer, this is the best one in the world. They also have uh, over 10 beers on tap. So when you're in Manhattan, check them out. And then again, our guy, Ema Elvis, Thursday, the 24th. So on release day, less than 24 hours from right now as we're talking, 7 p.m., he is putting on his own Ema Elvis show. So go check it out today or the next time in your Manhattan. As always, tell your local liquor store to carry it. All right, let's get into breakout player. If you want to give offense and defense, you can. I'll allow that. If you only want to give one, I'm not going to force you to give me two. But who is going to be the breakout player this year? Now, for breakout player, I'll let you go full-on newcomer. If you want to take the easy way out, go with some transfers in. Or if you want to go with a guy who's been around the program who's going to have his first big season this year, I'll let you choose. The batting order, we're going to keep Casey up top. Then we're going to go to Coley Dub second and then Zach third. So you guys have been warned. Casey, I know you had some stuff locked and loaded. I believe in you. Who are going to be your breakout players? Well, for offense, since I said Keegan Johnson earlier, I'm going to stick with that for my offensive breakout player. Uh, on defense, Kobe Savage is pretty well established. So if I'm going to go with someone else, I'm thinking Will Lee. I think he's he's got a lot of potential, a lot of hype. I think he's going to be a menace and – uh, give, give some opposing quarterbacks nightmares trying to throw over his way. Definitely. Uh, I'm starting to get really encouraged how, how often folks are comparing him to Julius Brents, who's going to be a week one starter with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we'll go to Coley Dub next. Coley Dub, who do you got? Um, I really like what we've been hearing from Kleiman and Co. for uh, the fall practice or whatever you want to call it, summer practice camp on RJ Garcia. Um, I know the hype was a little bit there last year, but I think he's kind of solidified himself in that wide receiver three spot. I'm um, going RJ Garcia, RJ Garcia on offense. And as uh, I believe Casey just said, we'll lead at cornerback on defense. I like it. Yeah. I think the hype maybe was a year too early for RJ Garcia. Sounds like he is going to be one of the three starters. So I think that's a good pick. We got Zach. We'll go Colorado Cole, and then we'll go to Pelster next. Zach, who are your breakout players? Um, <clears throat> for offense, I, you know, I'll probably just go with RJ Garcia. I think it's just too safe of a pick. Um, I thought last year he was going to break through, so this year seems like a pretty safe pick to go with RJ Garcia. Then on defense, this might be a little bit – it's not controversial, but – Maybe you consider him to be established already, but I think he's going to break through to like a completely different level. And I think it's going to be Brendan Mott. I think he's going to really take a huge. I'll let, I'll let that go. And the reason why I'm going to let it go, because this has been my pet project on shows, whether I'm a guest on someone's pod or on this one, 
Uh, too many people are sleeping on Brennan Mott. Uh, he is tied for the leading sack getter returning to the Big 12 this season. So uh, if you're saying, hey, he's going to bust through to another level, I'll allow it, Zach. I'll, I'll allow it. So good job. I like that pick. Okay, he's going to be – he's going to win the Bednarik or the Nagurski. Oh, now that that's that's maybe a step further than I'd want to take it. But, hey, sign me up. If, if you offer I – mean, That's you're the next level, that, isn't it? I'll take it. Say what? I said that's the next level, isn't it? That is the next level. That That is very true. That is very true. I like it. All right, we'll go Colorado Cole, then we'll go Pelster, then we'll go Ema Elvis. Colorado Cole, who's going to be the breakout players? All right, so for offense, I feel like I want to say DJ, but I feel like I can't say that because he still had, what, like 500 yards last year? Yeah, six touchdowns. I mean, I, I so if, if, if you want to make a bold prediction similar to, you know, uh, uh, Zach, if you want to say, hey, he's going to be – first team all big 12 if you want to go that far then like i'll let you say dj um, but if you're not willing to go that far i'd probably press you to go somewhere else okay i'll go somewhere else um i'm gonna say trey spivey yeah i'm not saying he's gonna like light up the stat sheet by any means but i think we'll see him come in for some highlight plays this year um and we'll be you know potentially maybe seeing him on like all big 12 preseason honors for next coming year. Um, I think he's got, got the fit and the build to do what it takes to be a a big 12 receiver. Um, And then for defense, um, it's a tough one. I feel like there's so many dudes that you could say there's a lot of names and a name that I feel like is getting slept on. But also, I feel like I can't really count as a breakout player is Nate Matlack because he already had a good year. So that'd be like but... a bounce back player. I, I'll allow okay. it. Nate, Nate Matlack is a bounce player. back. Nate yeah. Matlack. People are sleeping on him. They're kind of forgetting about him. I think he's going to have a couple good games this year where he'll get a couple sacks, maybe one or two sacks in a few games. I like that. You know, it's it's not breakout, but a bounce back player that works. You guys are getting creative. I love it. Uh, we'll go Pelster, Ema, Elvis, and then we'll go Aaron in the hole. So, Pelster, who do you got for breakout players? Um, I'm probably going to just go with one here because I, I can't make a decision about it on offense. Um, so I'm just going to go with Uso. I think in order for our defense to have the season we want them to have, he's going to have to be in the running. And although he's not my defensive MVP, um, I think he's going to have a huge impact. So, yeah, give me Uso. That's a good one. I like it. Uh, Ema, Elvis, Aaron, and then Will. Elvis, who's who's going to have you burning up with some purple love, uh, you know, as a breakout player? Uh, for breakout players on offense, I'm going to go with uh, Garcia. I think he's going to step it up. Um, love that catch in the championship game, and I think we're going to see more of that this year, that sort of thing. And I, I think he's going to be a good route runner and uh, – uh, really improve his game. So I see him doing good things on offense. For defense, I would go with Uso for a breakout player uh, because he's ready. And um, the speed that that guy has for his size is incredible. And I think he's really going to show us what he can do with that. Um, do you want newcomer of the year yet? So if you if you want to do newcomer, uh, throw that in there uh, as well. That That's good as well. 
Um, if I'm going to ask the true freshman question next, so if it's a true freshman, we can hold on to it. But if, if yeah, it's I'm a holding newcomer, on to the, can... the true freshman, but the newcomer will be Will the Blanket Lee, and I think just anybody who's earned the name the Blanket uh, is going to cover well enough to uh, do something really special this year. I love it. I love it. We'll go Aaron, Will, Michael, and then we'll have Fireball Matt end us for this one. So, Aaron, who are your breakout players? Yeah, on defense, give me Keenan Garber. Uh, I think uh, the position change, you know, late last year, uh, stepping up, obviously, in the Big 12 championship game and getting on the field there. Uh, give me Keenan Garber. Low-key, sneaky pick to be the kickoff returner alongside Phillip Brooks. Look for that in the opener. Uh, if he gets a chance at that, I think he's shifty. He's obviously got the speed there. So, again, look for him to break out, not only in the secondary, but maybe uh, making a special teams impact as well. And then on offense, give me Carver Willis. I know we talked bring back the beef with uh, Duffy and, and his situation, but you know, an opportunity for a guy like Carver Willis, potentially, uh, to step in there, uh, kind of that bookend tackle um, on the opposite end of uh, KT uh, Leviston there. So look for Carver Willis uh, to establish himself. I like that. I love that uh, you're throwing him in there. Uh, and again, I think we're finally, you know, Connor Riley likes to rotate offensive line more than I want him to. I think he's going to have himself a field day this year with the offensive line. So I like that pick. Uh, we'll go Will, Michael, Fireball, Matt. Will, who do you have as breakout players? Um, once again, kind of looking at who maybe I want to break out, although I think they, they really definitely could break out, would be Will Lee and RJ Garcia. And I hope his film career or interview career continues to break in regards to RJ Garcia. And then also trying to go undercover at fan appreciation, getting autographs. A couple of those uh, teammates didn't recognize him. Absolute content machine. Absolutely hilarious. I can see him having a long comedy career on SNL after his illustrious NFL career. I will go Michael and then ending with fireball, Matt, Michael, who's going to break out my friend. Uh, offense, I'd have to say RJ Garcia. Um, defense, I'd say the other safety kind of taking over for Josh Hayes would be that Siegel. I think he'd Great be pick. a good safety coming in. Great pick. He, some of the coaches have been saying he's the next NFL guy. So transfer uh, from an FCS school, play safety, go to the NFL. I like it. Fireball Matt, I'm leaving you for last, my friend. Who's going to be the breakout player? Yes, sir. Um, so I'm thinking on offense. And so last year I picked Jaden Jackson, and that really didn't turn out very well. But I'm doubling down this year. I think I think he's going to actually – he's going to play a good amount this season. I see him catching more than three touchdowns this year. Um, I think we're going to see him get involved. We saw a little bit during the sugar bowl, um, kind of in some, some cheap time, but I do think, you know, he's a name we've heard a little bit and we know that Keegan Johnson, uh, Keegan and, uh, RJ Garcia, Philip Brooks are probably going to be your three guys, but we have to have some depth behind that. And, um, you know, I, I think he's going to have some speed and he's going to, He's going to make some plays for us. So I'm going for him on offense. And then Will Lee has to be my guy on defense. I mean, it's as a newcomer, he he has some expectations. I mean, the cornerback room is going to be one that the experience is going to be a little bit lesser compared to the other positions. And so he's going to have to come in and really make an impact. And I think he will. 
Um, I, I think just from his tape, he's shown he's he's a big 12 caliber player. So um, I'm picking him on defense. I think that's a great one. Uh, going to Jackson, uh, he had a lot of hype coming out of uh, spring ball and a lot of talk early in summer. So I don't think that is a bad pick, even if he might not be starting. I think he's still going to get plenty of time. So I think this could be similar to uh, RJ Garcia. I think everyone was maybe a year too early on both those guys. I, I like it a lot. Um, Let's go to who is going to be the true freshman to make the biggest impact. So I will let everyone, this is your one cop out. I will let you cop out of this one, but then you will have to answer a random question that I pose to you. You have no idea what I'm going to ask. And if you don't answer it, then you're kicked out forever. So Casey, I'm going to come to you. Uh, who is going to be the true freshman and make the biggest impact or random question with consequences? Uh, you know, I, I've got a good feeling about Trace Bivey with how it sounds like the offense is really, I mean, Cooper BB said last year is going to be vanilla compared to this year. So we're going to be doing stuff that cool. I think Travis, Trace Bivey might find himself being a pretty big, pretty big impact guy. A lot of good talk about him coming out of camp or out, out of camp as well. Summer camp, fall camp, whatever. We'll have Kellis Robinette on the show on Friday. I'm going to call it fall camp and see if he gets super mad because he hates that. Uh, we'll go to Colorado Cole, then Coley Dub, and then we'll go to Zach. Um, who, who's going to be the biggest impact true freshman? Or I'll ask a random question. Um, I'm going to say. I'm going to go Joe Jackson. Um, I don't think he's going to get a ton of reps, but I think he'll light it up when he does get the ball. And I'm not – I don't hate the idea of him uh, back there returning kicks with Phillip Brooks just to get him on the field. Uh, so I think we'll see him maybe score a couple touchdowns this year in garbage time. He'll probably get a few reps, um, you know, when DJ and Trey Sean are taking a break. So I looked at I looked at him to put a decent highlight reel together this year and prepare us to, you know, have a solid running back room going into next year. I love it. We'll go Coley Dub, and then we're going to go to Fireball Matt after that. So Coley Dub, who's going to be the true freshman? I'm going to go with Asa Newsom. Um, he keeps getting brought up that he's going to play this year. Um, I think we're just with the concern maybe about health at Daniel Green going forward um i think he's gonna get plenty of playing time there you go we'll go fireball matt then aaron uh he 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 picked like my 1a uh my 1b is actually gonna be shitty obiezor um we've heard his uh, name pop up a little bit in fall camp um i think from a defensive line i mean we were very strong on the ends but it's important to have the type of depth that we, we need um, on the, on the ends. And I think, you know, he's shown apparently in fall camp enough to, to enough to get his name talked about. Um, but he just, he, he looks like a specimen. Um, he looks like somebody who's going to be just really filling into his body in the next couple of years. So my hope is that he does get some defensive snaps, get some opportunity to play. I think he has, I do think he will have an opportunity to, especially, um, as we do get into Big 12 play, um, and you know we'll we'll see. So I'm I'm gonna go with Obiezor. Yeah, that you, you pronounce that pronounce that perfectly. I'm gonna stay away from it until I have to. 
Uh, we'll go Aaron, Ema, Elvis, and then we'll have Will in the hole. So, Aaron, who's going to be the true freshman to make the biggest impact? Yeah, same position group uh, as Matt alluded to there. Uh, give me Jordan Allen. Um, again, I think another uh, high school kid coming into the program uh, that can really step on the field right away. It's a position group that, again, they're, they're going to want to rotate. There might be a little attrition as the year goes on. Uh, so, again, give me Jordan Allen to make an impact along the uh, defensive line. All right, we'll go Ema, Elvis. We'll go Will. And then we'll go Michael. Zach will finish us up on this one. Ema, Elvis, who's going to be the young gun who makes a big impact? I'm picking linebacker Asa Newsom. Uh, he's a good-sized guy for 18-year-old, and I think he'll see more snaps than people think he'll get and make more of an impact than any other true freshman. 247 had him as one of five true freshmen to watch. Also could be seeing some uh, special teams play early as well. Great pick. Uh, Will, Michael, Zach. Will, what do you got? Uh, I really like Joe Jackson. I think he's a good one. Um, I was also looking on the depth chart, and so this guy's a little buried, but I think we could see him in some garbage time. I think fans will really be buzzing about him, but he's a local guy. Avery Johnson is a name that might not be very uh, familiar to K-State fans, but I think after this year, people might start to know who he is. It'll be interesting to see if they try to balance things because I think I think he – I think he could be maybe the best athlete, pure athlete on this team. Uh, do they worry about saving him in his red shirt? Um, or do they have a package for him in every single game? That low-key might be one of the fun stories to watch early on in the season as we're blowing out all these teams. Michael, and then we'll end with Zach. Michael, who do you have? I would say can Nigel Thomas, the cornerback. Yep. I think he'll get some reps in there. Might be later in games, but I think they'll try to get him some reps. That was a name back in the spring I was hearing as the true freshman who might play the most. Haven't heard as much about him in preseason camp, but I think that's a good name that hasn't been said yet. Zach, we're ending with you, my friend. What do you got? Okay, since nobody's done it, I'll cop out. Give me another question. All right, there we go. We got our first other question of the night. All right, so here is the other question. If you had to live on a desert island with two big J journos, which two are you choosing? Tony Altimore and Jesse Newell. (laughs) Always the comedian. I love it, Zach. I love it. All right. We're going to get into my favorite question and we're actually going to double up. So it's my favorite question. I want to hear who you have as the pendulum game. What game is going to swing this either towards greatness or sadness? And then I also, now is the time. I want your record for the year. We're going to keep things going with Casey first. Then we're going to Zach, and then we're going to Ema Elvis. You guys know what that means. I'm going wild with the order, so I'm probably going to miss someone. Say something in the chat if we're getting towards the end and you guys haven't been called on. But Casey, give me Pendulum Game and give me K-State's record. Yeah, I think the Pendulum Game, uh, I'm going to say it. I think it's the first conference game of the year. It's UCF. We've got that going into the bye week. But after that, you got Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and TCU. That could be a little bit of a tricky three-game stretch. If you get off the right foot against UCF, you're setting yourself up to do well those three games. You stumble, 
that might not be a very fun month. And then record for the year, uh, I wrote down nine and three, but screw it. We're going to say 10 and two. We're going to go 10 win season. There we go. We'll go. Uh, yeah. See, I already forgot. We'll, we'll, we're, we're going Zach and then uh, email Elvis. Zach, pendulum game and record. <clears throat> yeah. So I, it's, it's a toss it for me between the two road games. Um, uh, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. Um, you can make a strong mar- argument for either. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State because, you know, you got to win that first one to get the momentum to go into the second one. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. I think if you can win that, you can ride some momentum that can make the season possibly very special. And then for the record, I'm going to go with 10-2. and two. It's been a popular one all blitz month. All right, we're going Ema Elvis, and then we're going to go to Fireball Matt after Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, give it to me. Pendulum and record. Game six, Texas Tech. You go on the road, you beat a good Texas Tech team, could catapult the Cats to a pretty damn good season. You lose it, you may lose a couple more. Could that game mean 9-3 and three or 12-0? and 0? It might. So I'm picking Texas Tech. And for the record, I'm picking that we beat Texas Tech in that pendulum game. And we do go 12-0, and 0, damn it. I love it. We got our first 12-0 and 0 prediction from Ema Elvis. All right, we'll go Fireball Matt. Then we're going to go to the Coffee Fiend Nick. And then we'll go to Aaron after that. Nick, or Matt, sorry. Pendulum yeah. in yeah. record. Uh, I'm going to agree the pendulum game is going to be Texas Tech on the road um, with the hype that Texas Tech is getting. And historically, that's been a tough place for us to play, albeit we've won the games there. Um, I'm going to uh, if we're able to win that game, it makes my prediction probably look a little bit better. I am um, predicting 10 and two. Uh, I will say I predicted 10 and two last year as well. So I feel good about that. I think winning in Austin is going to be very tough. And then, I mean, I, I do see us dropping a game that maybe we don't necessarily want to drop. Maybe Oklahoma State on the road. Maybe the first game with UCF. Who knows? Um, I'm thinking 10 and 2. I love it. All right. We're going Nick, Aaron, Will. Nick, the coffee fiend, welcome back. What's the pendulum game and what's K-State's record going to be? Pendulum game will either – it'll have to be Oklahoma State just in the sense we haven't won – there quite often um and then record will be just like last year i think i predicted 10 and 2 so 10 and 2 this year very popular pick aaron will and then we'll go michael before we end with the two coals aaron what do you got yeah i gotta agree with uh casey uh, the ucf game is huge first conference game for ucf as part of the big 12 you know they're going to be up for it uh, there's been a lot of chatter about Gus Malzahn and his return to Manhattan. So he he knows what he's getting into. Um, again, the game time is yet to be announced, but should be a pretty good atmosphere. That is a huge game. You know, coming off the non-conference, similar, similar to last year, getting off to a 1-0 start in conference play is the pendulum game of this year. Yep, down to GA tickets only for that one. Standing room only for the other three first four home games. 
Uh, Will and then Michael. Will, what's the pendulum game and what is K-State's record? Oh, yeah, grilling. Shout out to former co-host Grant. He loves to grill after big wins and get super inebriated. Yeah, uh, unlike Grant, I'll try to say uh, cohesive here. So I'm going to say the pendulum game is Texas Tech. I was thinking about Oklahoma State, but um, I don't think anyone's really thinking that Oklahoma State's in the Big 12 race. So I think Texas Tech getting that hype makes it a pendulum game because that's where we could really diverge points to that where, you know, maybe it's where we solidify or even they solidify uh, who's really a Big 12 contender. Um, it could be a big coming out party for them or just confirmation of what we already think. So I think that's the pendulum. And then as far as record goes, my heart says 15 and 0, but I'm thinking for regular season nine and three and overall we'll end up 10 and four. Ooh. Okay. So a little bit of sneak preview into what will be the final question from Will. All right, uh, we'll go to Michael, then we'll go Coley Dub, and we're going to end this one with the big-time knowledge guy, Colorado Cole. Michael, what do you got, pendulum and record? I would have to say Oklahoma State would be our pendulum just because it's been like a black hole for us there in Stillwater. And I think that'd give us some, some momentum, and we'll split one between Tech or Texas, so I'm going to go 11-1. and one. So I'll be doing my predictions, I think, next Monday or Tuesday. And uh, spoiler alert, you and I might be on the same page. Uh, So we'll go to Coley Dub, and then we'll end with Colorado Cole before we wrap things up, talking about the Big 12 championship game. Coley Dub, what do you got? Well, I'm just going to keep those vibes going because I had pretty similar answers. Um, I think it is Oklahoma State, uh, just because – for whatever reason, it's been a lot tougher for us to win there. I think we'll get past Central – Central Florida, as they like to be called. Um, I think they'll kind of be a little shell-shocked. First Big 12 game, going to Tech, going the road to Texas Tech, top 10. And uh, for whatever reason, we keep finding a way to beat Tech. So we're going to Oklahoma State as that pendulum game to get past. And record, I'm going to go 11-1. and one. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Get back to the 11-1 season. I love it. All right. We're going to end with Colorado Cole. Uh Pendulum and record. Let's hear it. All right. So I want to say Oklahoma State, but I'm just not sure if I'm a believer in them this year. So I'm going to go Tech and uh, 11 and 1. I love it. I love it. All right. Now's the time. Who is going to be playing in the Big 12 championship game and who wins the Big 12 title? 10 and 2 does not guarantee you entry into the big 12 uh, title because you know uneven scheduling tiebreakers all sorts of wild stuff um so i want to hear who's playing in arlington and who wins we're going casey zach then aaron casey who's playing in arlington who wins uh you know it's an unoriginal answer it's the popular choice this year i'm thinking k-state's playing texas and arlington and for those of you who are listening in you can't see me throwing up the horns down right now so you know cats back to back Give Will Howard a second ring, baby. I love it. We'll go Zach next. Zach, are we going to make Papa Yormark proud? Who's playing in the game and who wins? Um, so at 10 and 2, we'd be 7 and 2 in the Big 12. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's good enough. 
Um, I know you said it's not. I mean, it could not be, but I'm just going to, for the sake of this, say it is. And I'm going to go with Oklahoma. I think we're going to lose one game to uh, give you a little more insight to Texas, but they're going to go like eight and four again. So it's going to be Oklahoma. I love it. That that might that's like my secondary dream is beating Oklahoma. Do you have us winning it or do you have Oklahoma winning it? Zach? I got to be a realist. I got to oh. be a realist. We only win by 50. <laughs> I love it. Okay, you have me going there. You got me in the first half. All right, we'll go Aaron, and then we're going Will, and then Matt. Uh, Aaron, who do you got? Yeah, Zach was uh, almost reading my mind there. So I've got us going 11-1 and one this year. We're going to have one road conference loss. It will not be to Texas. So we're going to beat them out in whatever crazy tiebreaker, and we're going to keep Texas away from uh, Cowboy Stadium, and they're going to cry about it and complain all their way to the Southeastern Conference. So we'll be at 11-1. and one. We are going to be playing Boomer sooner, even though they dodged us in the, uh, the regular season schedule. We're going to win 35-7, to seven, which 20 years ago, another K-State team also won 35-7 to seven in a championship game. The parallels, the storylines, it all lives up to the hype. 11-1, we beat OU 35-7 to seven in Arlington. I absolutely love it. All right, we're going Will, Emaw, Elvis, and then Nick. Will, who's playing in Arlington? Uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Um, although I really, I'm like 50, 50, I, maybe I'm 51, 49, um, between Oklahoma and Texas, but I, it, it's, it's close. And I think, you know, hashtag bad vibes only. I think that game's also going to be really close. And I think we either win the conference title and lose our bowl game or, uh, we lose the conference title and win our bowl game. I think that's just kind of how it's going to play out. Hashtag bad vibes only. Hey, it is what it is. You got to make your prediction. And I respect it. We're going Ema, Elvis, Nick, and then Coley Dub. Ema, Elvis, who do you got? Hear me out. Nebraska left the Big 12. Colorado left the Big 12. Missouri left the Big 12. AM left the Big 12. K State gave them all parting gifts of a, uh, handed them a loss in their last season in the Big 12. That's why K-State has to beat Texas this year and has to beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Absolutely love it. Uh, We'll go, I think it's Coffee Fiend, Cole, and then we'll go to Michael. So Coffee Fiend, Cole, Michael. We will be in a rematch against Texas. And Will Howard will be putting up two fingers for two rings. I love it. I love it. Coley Dub, Michael, Fireball Matt, and then we'll end with Colorado Cole. Uh, I think Oklahoma's schedule is just too stupid easy to not get there. I'm not believing in Texas. It's the same thing every year. I, I know the talent's there, but, I mean, I don't believe in Sarkeesian. Um, so, K-State, Oklahoma. K-State goes out on top and runs it back, man. I love it. Going back to back like a Drake song. All right. Uh, we'll go Michael fireball, Matt, and then we're ending with Colorado soon to be Kansas Cole. Who do you got? I would have to agree with a lot of guys with Oklahoma's got cupcake city on their schedule. 
So we'll be playing in Oklahoma and we'll come out victorious. I love it. I love it. Fireball, Matt, are you going to be chugging fireball in celebration down in Arlington? Yeah. Um, I agree with a lot of other people um, in Oklahoma. Um, I think they've got a pretty easy schedule at this point. Um, and if they don't make it, that would probably be considered a little bit of a disappointment on their side. Um, that does mean, especially with uh, me picking the cats to be 10 and two, that, <laughs> that uh, I think we're, are, we are going to make it. Um, I think Texas is going to end up losing three games in big 12 play. Um, so we'll end up making it. Um, and I do see us beating Oklahoma in winning another big 12 in Arlington, drinking a lot of fireball. And if, if we are to win this one, we would then be the only school to win an original division 12 team conference championship game, a round Robin conference championship game, a round Robin championship and a 14 team championship so only us in Oklahoma can uh, can get that. So a little bit of uh, fun stakes on that game if it is versus Oklahoma. We're ending with Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, uh, been one of the greatest boneheads when it comes to the live show. We're going to end this prediction episode with you. Who's playing in Arlington and who wins the game? All right. <clears throat> so an 11-1 K-State meets an 11-1 Texas. And we're in white again. K-State wins the conference title. I absolutely love it. Uh, folks, we, we had a lot of K-State winning the Big 12 predictions last year. Let's hope they go as well this year. That's all we have for the first ever speakeasy version of the live show. Thank you to everyone who participated no terrorists, no one bombed in. So this might be the way we go for the foreseeable future. If you're listening to this on the RSS feed, reach out if you want the secret password and accounts so you can participate in the future. Uh, Friday, we'll have K-Dog, Kellis Robinette. Next week, we're going to have predictions and we're going to have one more Blitz Month episode. And then, folks, we're in game week. We're going to have a live show previewing the K-State SEMO game. I'm going to have my... Uh, preview episode we're going to have a whip around episode folks this was the last one the last off-season episode of the live show thank you to everyone who participated so for all the boneheads for manhattan brewing company your new favorite beer is just waiting for you go find it charlie hustle vintage made fresh the will the thrill nil shirt dropping on sunday for chauncey the dog best dog in the world we love you guys and go cats it's time to get set for the cat attack. You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. For Kansas State, the feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be. With Kansas State, come on, set your spirit free. Kansas State, our pride is with the cats. Kansas State, come on, join the cat attack. Kansas State, excitement's in the air. Kansas State, the fun is being there. Having a good time there. Purple and white we share. Showing our colors everywhere. Kansas State, our pride is with
Social Podcast Network.